This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. We are live in Liberty Village. If you'd like to call in, our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you'd like an assessment of any antique you might have lying around the house, you're curious about its value, maybe a collection of old comic books or books, leather-bound books, coins, vintage toys, cards, gold, silver, anything you might have, you're curious about its value lying around the house, now's the time to call in for a free assessment. And again, our phone number is 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's totally toll-free, 1-866-744-740. The stars of the show are in studio. They are on Storage Wars Canada. The back half of Season 2 is coming up, and they just got back from a wild adventure to Austria. And you guys have not told me any details because you said, I want to wait till we're on the air. Good afternoon. How's it going? Oh, wait until you hear about this. Wait, wait, wait. So so just to paint the picture, so we are live on Sundays between 1 and 2 p.m. Yeah. I We all walked out of the building together last week. I said, are you guys really going to go to Austria to see this, what was it, an old mansion full of all sorts of gold, yeah. silver, and collectibles, tapestries, artworks, furniture? And I said, are you guys really going to go? You guys were invited to go over there. By the way, Storage Wars Canada airs in 150 countries, so you're known all over the place. Yep. You say yes, and I go, when are you catching the flight? And you say, we got to go to the airport right now. We what actually, have I missed? Well, we didn't go to the next day because I'm so busy and getting so many calls from the show. But we, we went on Monday night, okay? And these people are very lucky that we showed up because we found almost $100,000 worth of rugs, um, antiques, mice. And they were, just, they were going to sell one item for $40. 40 euros. And I said, well, this is from 1720. It's Meissen. It's probably worth about 4,500 euros. Wow. And it's in perfect shape. And it all went great, better than that. Okay. Now, these people are very happy. We had a little bit of problems with the languages. We How brought- often do you see that, though? Someone goes, ah, oh, this rug, 40 euros. And you're like, no, no, no. I think you mean 4,500 euros. Do you understand what you have here? Would an amateur not know the way a rug feels or looks? No, 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 it's that complicated? Well, that was a statue. No, on on the rug, Mm -hmm. there's one rug. They're thinking they were going to throw it out. This old thing. And I said, well, I I can't pronounce it. It's Ishaban or I couldn't pronounce. I know the rug. Mm -hmm. I said, well, this is probably going to be about 20,000 euros. It's from 19. And it was in good shape. Actually, for its age. They don't want to believe us when we see it, too. It's amazing. But, no, no, and they're very glad we came over, but we're, they're really glad, and we don't know. I'm going back next week. We found a painting. Now, this painting, I'm good at paintings, but I have to get authenticated. It's either going to be worth 1,000 euros. Yeah. Or the one we saw selling, similar to it, sold for 5.2 million pounds. What? Yes, no, it's what what is it? Million Million pounds. And this one's a little even a Picasso wouldn't go for that. Oh no, no, so what is it? It was a Jan Bruegel. Oh, okay. Um, we looked at it. It is uh uh I only because we found it the very last hour we're there and we have her flying out. I'm flying back in. I want to get authenticated because what happens sometimes they are repainted or but I can't find any any other reproductions of this. If it's an original it will sell for at least that much. It will have to take it to one of the big auction houses in Europe. But what we're more afraid of is that it's it might be uh, stolen during the war or something. But 
We're trying to find out the problem. We have to search it back on its provenance. Yeah. First, we have to authenticate, make sure it is an oil. It's not in the school of or what. They'll tell us what it is. Then we have to make sure that it was owned by the family because it was just hanging on the wall there. Yeah. And we'll have to go back and, and it's provenance that happened over the last hundred years. But they are really – they were happy that Bogart and I showed up anyway. And they were really happy that we actually knew what we were doing. And they're going to be ecstatic if they if this painting is this kind of money. We're, Five we, anywhere in that neighborhood is that's got to be insane money. I mean, but so, we're there on a consulting basis because a lot of people they don't know they want to sell it, but they want to know what to do with their stuff. Yeah, and this is why we're there because it's in Europe. We're a little bit on. We can't do the same stuff. Bogart says I'm not packing this to bring it back to Canada. He was we were complaining a tiny bit the whole time, but on this case <laughs> he was complaining the whole time. Yeah, but we also tell people, even here, we're doing a house tomorrow. We're going to tell a person exactly what to do with their stuff. What can they can keep? What can be go to one place? What can go to another place? Where they can get the most money for the items that they have. And that's what we did in Europe. And like I say, there's, they have got rugs. They had mice and they had glass. They had uh, books. The library books, I got one I think it was like a semi-porn book. Oh, know, don't go down there. Let's stick yeah, to yeah, the painting. Yeah. What, like Let's an old Kama Sutra type of thing? or it was, was it? No, it was on, they put it under morality. But I looked at the pictures and I says, it was about 1850s, worth about 1,000 euros. Pretty cool. One book. It was Pretty not cool. in English. We didn't know what it yeah, meant. Yeah, we didn't know. We had to look at the pictures in this case because it wasn't in English. So wait, so roll back the story a little bit. I did get one story. You guys landed in Munich and got a chance to drive the Autobahn, and I guess I'll pitch that to you. What uh, was your uh, top speed on the Autobahn getting to Austria, by the way? Well, it, it, it had a warning on the car to say not go 240. And let's just say I was awfully close to 240. Really? That was... For a sustained period. Oh, it, it, oh, for a good you know, few minutes for sure. And you can only get so fast somewhere else. And you're practically in Austria in five minutes when you're going that fast. So you can cruise on the Autobahn at 240 for miles on end. There's no curves to upset you. You don't feel like the car is getting lift or anything like that. No. Def- well, well, maybe if you're driving an older car, sure. But we were driving a brand new car. And that thing I felt could have go double that speed. Man. I no. wanted to. It was, you know when you're not supposed to do distracted driving? Yeah. Well, Bogey's taking a picture of the speedometer. No, I wasn't. You were taking the picture. Don't try to get <laughs> oh, me in trouble here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, More it's than it's once. A, it's a, yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's a rare experience to get on the Autobahn, right? Lots of people would love oh, yeah. to do that, yeah. But it's only two lanes where we were, and what a road, and what a car. I what just, was the car, by the way? 350 oh. LC. Uh, 350 no, it was a brand new Mercedes 2017 just released, and that thing was just... It was purring the whole time. Like, See, there's some guy here in Canada. He's probably stuck in traffic right now with that exact same car being like, that's what this is capable of? I'm doing seven. Seven. <laughs> all the way to work and back every day. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. So we, you arrive at the house. You meet the people. What does the house look like? Like now I'm picturing oh, an old castle. They're and all there's... the same. No, no. They're all the same. It's just like the five-story buildings. Um, and they're, it was in old uh, Graz. It's uh, um, from the outside. Not a whole lot to look so, so at. So he, he was the problem that I saw when we arrived there. Basically, the people that owned the place were getting taken advantage of the other people in the city, trying to be like, oh, this is what you can do, or this is what... They're basically, everyone's trying to get their piece and take advantage of someone that doesn't know about the business, doesn't know yeah. about the property, doesn't know about the items, and they're just taking advantage of the people. Interesting. Right? They're like, oh, you know, that oh that, that old painting, that thing's like 50 bucks when it can be, you know, a million dollars, right? And then the person that owns it's like, oh, well, they think it's worth that much. I guess that's what it's worth. So they needed outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. they, they And they already, like, lost a fair amount already by trusting other people. When it was, it was, it was sad to hear when we heard, "Oh, you lo- you lost that," or they just took that. They thought it was garbage. Like, it, it was unfortunate. Interesting. Well, we had a, a Patek Philippe box, a watch box. At the bo- the watch in it was either going to be between five thousand and two hundred fifty thousand. The empty box is there. We're hoping it's in the safety department. We haven't seen the gold yet, and the and the jewelry. But there's uh there was empty boxes of expensive things. If you see an empty Cartier box, something came in that box. The empty boxes were $200. Yes. Well, those are collectible as well. 
Yeah. So the, you guys must have been like a kid in a candy shop going through a house oh, with this much history in it, right? He like, didn't want to go to sleep. He got there and his eye like we, we haven't slept the whole night and he, his eyes just were parked up and he was up. <laughs> he couldn't go to sleep. He was just walking through the house. He was like pacing. He was like, oh my God, oh my God, antiques, 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 antiques <laughs> dust, dust, books. Oh my God. He's a man who loves stuff. And by the way, that's what this show is all about. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're in studio with two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada. They can tell you all sorts of things about your stuff. Anything you want a free assessment on, you can call the radio station right now, 416-360-0740. Again, 416-360-0740. Maybe you have an old rug you're hoping is worth uh, 4,500 pounds, and, you know, otherwise you're going to throw it out. You can find out. Call the show, 416-360-0740. Let's go to our first caller. It's Jill in Toronto. Jill, you're live on Zuma Radio. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good. Good. I have three matching cups and saucers. Um, they have an insignia at the bottom um, underneath. It says uh, Germany. It says RS. Um, the RS is sort of surrounded by a semicircle of, of, of um, branches, and at the top there's a three-pointed, oh, sorry, okay. five-pointed star. Okay, these are, it says there's RS Prussia, which is the older um, China, very, very desirable, nice quality, and then you have RS Germany. It does yes. say Germany on it, or does it say just RS? No, it says RS, and it says Germany. Okay. These are a little bit later. Okay. The RS Prussia stuff is still very collectible. They used to do mainly plates of castles, and it was all hand-painted. And their plates used to sell for between 500 and $2,500. What? Um, no, no, that's... It was very collectible. Even now, there's whole societies of people who collect RS Prussia, and the RS Germany is not... It's for people who didn't... Couldn't afford the RS Prussia stuff, I think. It's the best way to put it. Okay. But they're probably nice quality, very yeah. good porcelain. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Like, we deal... The dishes... China is still collectible for the older stuff that's good quality. It's... Uh, RS Prussia would be like buying something Tiffany or... Um, Wedgwood, or it's a top brand out of Germany, mm-hmm. and we had, like I say, we still get this stuff, and it can be sold. Uh, you could, if you send off pictures, like, does it have castles or anything on it? No, it's got roses. Roses, okay. And it uh, stands about. There's three of them, uh, three cups, three saucers, and the cup it stands about three inches tall. Yeah, there would have been a coffee uh, pot with it and an under plant, yeah. under tray. It's 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 what's left of a of a coffee set probably okay. if they're all matching, and they're still very desirable. But um, probably the RS RS Germany stuff is probably about thirty five to fifty dollars a cup and saucer. It's better, and it's what the person will be buying this for is someone who want who has part of the set and broke part of it and wants to replace it. Oh, Jill, they're valuable, okay. but they're spare parts. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's tough. No, but there might be, like I say, it's uh, if you have other stuff like that, like we also do um, from Germany, uh, any of the old books. We just saw some great books were over in Austria. Everything was in German. Mm. and uh, But the books are, uh, the Germany books were like, there was a couple of books, traveling books were like 1,000 euros, 1,500 euros we looked up in this library. Wow. And they sell right away. So these are cases where just because it doesn't have to be English to be worth money. You brought a rare translated leather-bound Bible that was, what, 400 years old yeah. that had a rare translation of the Bible that was banned. Yeah. And o- these books were ordered destroyed in Germany, I believe. Yeah. Did yeah. you get that assessed while you were there? We were too busy. Uh, no, we, no, we, we weren't too busy. You forgot to bring the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so may, maybe a $10,000 mistake. Oh, well, you're going back, though, right? I'm going back. I'm going back. Our next caller is going to be Diane in Barrie. Diane, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You are live. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. Thank you. She said thank you. Hey, Diane? Yeah. Oh, take it away. It's all you. What do you got? Okay. I have um, a Wedgwood fairy luster bowl on a bit of a pedestal. Okay. How big is it? How tall is it? Uh, Oh, it's only about eight inches tall. Okay. Not even that, maybe. A fairy luster. Now, they, back in its day, I'm going to say these were very collectible. Probably in 19, 1980, I've seen them sell as high as 10000 What? Yes. Uh, the fairy luster. They, I've seen, I, I, I saw them on the internet. I tried doing a little search. Yeah. Um, Where are they going for now? Oh, in England, around 16000 Okay. I found one. 
very similar to mine. Mine is particularly beautiful. H- how do we know it's legit and not a knockoff? It seems like something that could be a knockoff. No, oh, work no, on this. No way. <clears throat> this came from my grandparents, and it's got the wedge wood. It's got the a number on the bottom. It's okay. definitely. Yeah. Legit. I haven't seen one. That's why I haven't had a chance to look. One. I had one back because I, myself, and my sister and my mother used to do the Yorkdale Antique Show. And that takes us back. This is when Yorkdale used to have antique shows. This has got to be 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, and yeah. we were, we were I, I've earned my chops the old-fashioned way. I dealt with this stuff. Oh, I remember that show. You made me work that for free. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but they were that, it's always a very desirable item. And if they're up to 16,000 pounds, I can believe that because they're very fragile. Some, if uh, you can't reproduce them, not in China for sure. And no. <laughs> And you would probably, in auction, it, you should actually, this is the type of thing you want to insure as well. But in auction, you'd probably have to get very close to that. What money makes this special? Right I was I just going to say, yeah, I, I eat what, the same mini weeds out of it. No, what, why no. is this such a special bowl? It, it's a luster. It's, it's, it's the finish on with the glaze. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's just beautiful. You, can, you, you know right away you're looking at something special. Oh, it, yeah. It's like when we were down just oh, in that, Austria. People say week. that to me. They say I'm special. When they look at <laughs> the, me. Luster. Yeah. the luster. Oh, the on luster on Bogart. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, As we... a little girl, I used to look at it at my, my grandmother's house, and there's a pool in the bottom of the bowl, and there's little fairies and trees mm-hmm. and spiders and webs and elves and things. Yeah. It is unbelievably beautiful. Fantasy. That's yeah, I'm looking is. at a bunch of them now. They are gorgeous. Yeah. They're... they're uh, and I haven't seen one in years. They don't pop up that often, and that's probably why they're getting the money. But in Canada, we probably have some here because we were a big export market for the Wedgwood Company. So did you say yours was blue? Turquoise, something like that? Well, it, it has a blue, a very beautiful aqua blue in the bottom of the pool. But the sides are, are gold and green and black. Wow. wow. Okay. Are you... Look, are you is this something you'd like to know the price because you want to insure it, or would you like to sell this? Uh, I, I think I have to sell it. Well, you can give us a call at our store. Yeah. At uh, 905-737-4653, because this is what we do. We actually... You should emphasize that we're not there today because we're here at the we show. You can tell me, call during the week. <laughs> call during the week, and uh, we'll be glad. That's what we do is we help people... Not only tell them what it's worth, but also tell them how to get how to uh, get the most money for it. That would be super. Yes, and you might have somebody. If you've got this, there might be some other items that's just as good that you might not. I have a few other pieces of Wedgwood. Okay. Oh wow! So you can give us a call when you when I talk to you later on the week. We'll see what else we can do for you. How's okay. that? So, wait, Diane, I think we're going to put you on hold. We'll make sure you guys get your contact information yeah. both ways. And okay. so she has a bowl that might be worth, say, a used BMW. Yes. And maybe a couple other Wedgwood pieces. Yes. How's everyone just, that's no reaction to that? I find that shocking. Wow. We just saw a $5.2 million painting. Everything yeah, else I is kind of, so. you know. Mind-blowing, man. That's mind-blowing. <laughs> no, no, what I should say, the piece she has is a beautiful piece. Easy, very sellable. Um, yes. But it's like... People have stuff in their homes right now, and it's almost it's something will be sitting on the wall, and they'll say, that old thing. Mm. And I say, um, well, that needle point, that happens to be from 1850 France, and that will be worth $2,000. And they'll say, here, take it right away, because they were thinking it's covering space. Right. Yeah, you know? it doesn't fit our motif anymore or whatever. And this is why it's important. If somebody wants, they when they're making the decision, if they're going to go to a condo and they want to have to get rid of some stuff, because the condo won't fit it, we can help them. Or if they don't think their kids want it, or if they don't have kids, you don't want to be able to, you don't want this going into the garbage, or you don't want someone coming in and redecorating. I have a story. They were general fools. No, no. I'm going to say, a very famous company was redecorating its head office and redecorating the boardroom, okay? They threw out, threw it, it was gone, garbage, a painting. The gentleman, he said he took it out of the garbage. He worked there, brought it home, okay. I gave him, I think, $1,000 because I liked it, and I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I ended up selling for 15000 because it ended up being from the same guy who drew, the, you know, the old Coca-Cola, Fat Man's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same artist earned his chops 
doing other ads. And he had an ad of a um, two ladies having tea, and it was used in a newspaper article, in a magazine ad. Right. But the idea was the designer who came in was saying, I want everything modern and get rid of everything that's old. And they and, didn't realize what they had on the wall. Yeah. Might have been there for who yeah. knows how many If decades. I'd known a bit more information on it, I said I might have paid five. I would have paid five thousand. Well, you imagine know? what else. What else went out of the garbage? I mean, oh, one I guy want... plucked it out of a garbage. Who knows the other yeah. stuff that he that he didn't missed? I know. So this is why people should at least call us, send us some pictures, and you never know how we can help. I know for sure that we pay more than the garbage man. I have never seen a garbage man with a checkbook. Fair enough. Okay, so let's go to Elise in Toronto. Elise, how are you? Hello, hi, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good, good. good. What do you got? Uh, I am originally from Aleppo, Syria. Okay, yeah. Uh, My parents, when they came in the 70s, they brought with them uh, a hand grinder. It's, you know, the Indian people, you know, they have that marble thing. They grind their spices. Yeah. It's exactly the same idea, but it's in solid brass, heavy, like maybe three kilos of solid brass. It's, it has a handle, and you grind your spices by hand, you know? Yeah, they bake out out of brass because you wouldn't want to have brass. I can take a picture and email it to you. Yeah, I was going to say, does it sort of look like a vase or a vase? It's a vase, vase like. Yeah. It's taller than what uh, Indian uh, uh, marble spice looks like. It's much taller, and it has solid uh, brass handles, so you can (gasps) grind by you know just pushing. Is the base sort of bulbous and ornate? It's a base like a uh, vase, very nicely handcrafted. Okay, I was going to say. I'm sure you have not seen anything like it. Well, we're seeing hundreds of them online, I think, between the three of us right now, yeah. Yeah, Uh, but uh, uh, I really, my kids don't want it, unfortunately. And uh, I want to just get rid of it. Do you know where it was made? It was made in uh, Aleppo, Syria. Oh, it was made in Aleppo because we're seeing a lot made in Turkey. Yeah. Now, what's happening with the... the, the, In the 30s, 1930s, when my parents got married. I think this is one of their wedding gifts. Wow. Yes, and they got married in 1936 in Aleppo, Syria. Okay. Now, the thing with these things, right now it's probably just a decorator item that someone's going to use, and it's not part of a set. And because it's over, not a North American item, mm-hmm. there's not that many people coming from Syria. There's some people from Syria. But, but it's, this is solid brass. You, know, you, you can melt it and do other stuff. You know, it's, yeah, brass you mean is in terms of... I mean, it, like it's, uh, it's, it can be sold as just like brass, just brass, not okay. the, 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 the idea of uh, using as grinder, just like uh, brass. Okay. okay, on these items like this, they, we do melt them in some cases, or it, it might have a slightly better decorator uh, application. But what we would be, we buy old silver plate, old brass, but we actually crush it. And unless it has, someone comes in within the first week or two and says, I got to have that item. But people will bring us, not just your idea of your brass item here, but Bogart's, we remember the time we were lifting all, we sent off 4,500 pounds. Did you just say we? Plate. You didn't lift a finger of that brass. <laughs> we sent off about 4,500 pounds of silver plate. A lot of people have that problem right now. They have silver plate at home or yep. brass items, and the kids don't want it. But if they bring it into us, we pay like on silver plate, we pay 275 a pound. Pretty good. I don't good. care if it's got, if it's monogrammed or what it looks like because we're crushing it. And people, say, rather than put it in the garbage, you bring in 100 pounds of silver plate. It's like one banana box. You bring that in, I'm paying you $275, and they'll say, are you sure you can do this, Paul? And it's what we do. Get the money moving. Yeah. we get we. There's stuff sitting in people's basement, old silver plate, and it used to be the old wedding gifts and stuff like that. And the person who's giving you doesn't know that you're giving it to us to crush. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> our next caller, by the way, is going to be uh, Arlene in Niagara Falls. Arlene, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Yes. Um, I was wondering, I have a world, a set of world book encyclopedias. Uh, uh-oh. And I was just wondering what they were worth or if they're worth anything. Uh, no. No? I no. can say this. There you have um, it. Uh, did the knowledge, they've been replaced by computers. 
Well, this is I it. know. Yeah. And as a kid, I used to read the encyclopedia. Yeah. Well, I bought them for our boys when they were growing up. Yeah. And now they're both married, and, you know, they're not interested in them because they all have computers. And yep. um, I just thought, what am I going to do with these things, you know? Uh, I have no idea. Um, they take up shelf room, and it's, it's, there is no market for them because no. there's so many, uh, unless it's a leather-bound and from the 1800s, 1890s or 19s, but if it's anything like Britannica or Collier's or any of those encyclopedias. Yeah, these are world book. Yeah, yeah. no, there's, I, um, I dread when people see them when I, when I go to the house because they're heavy. And Bogart hates him when he sees oh them because they're heavy. You could have been nicer to her about it. Well, zero, zero, zero. No, Sorry. it's probably better to get them, get them out, get them recycled. News. Yeah, better to recycle them. I might have better news on something else. I'm sorry. Arlene in Niagara Falls, thanks for your phone call. We're going to go to, is it uh, Marjorie in Paris, Ontario? It is. <laughs> Welcome to the show. What do you got? I, for one thing, I have... Uh, an autograph album from Queen Victoria's Court. It Ooh. was uh, Lady, just a minute, I got it in my lap. Lady Littleton, who was the Queen's lady in waiting, and then she was in charge of the, uh, uh, as the children came along, she was in charge of them. But this has the most beautiful drawings in it, and one man who was valuing many years ago, about 10 years ago, I took it in. He said it would be worth 10000 but I never thought to have him write that down. Oh, um, well, it depends if you'd like to sell it. Now, is there a number of pictures? Could they oh. have been done by the future king of England, like Edward? If it's Queen Victoria's court, and, these, and this was the lady of the house, would it, these pictures possibly be done by a young King Edward? A young King George? Um, I have no idea. Some of them are unsigned. <coughs> oh. And some of them are signed by people. There's also a a thing that says this is Martin Luther's handwriting, but, you know, I don't worry. I don't think that's necessary. So I, it always also has a black-edged envelope the Queen wrote I would, excuse me a second, I would actually love to see this. And we could, I wish I'd seen you a week ago, this is something that we could authenticate if it's Martin Luther, if it's, and something like that, it's very possible coming, seeing the provenance of this, and what would even be more important would be if any of the drawings are done by the future kings. I know a friend of mine has a picture bun by Queen Elizabeth when she was a young girl. And that that was one picture, and it came from someone who was in the household. And it was valued at around five, probably between five and $8,000 for one picture, but it was right from the Queen Elizabeth as a girl. Mm-hmm. This is even before her time. Oh, yeah. No, wow. no. This is, and now, there's a couple of things. If we can find out when she was uh, the... Um, the household uh, lady, and that will even help us if there are the drawings. You've got a very special item there, and I would love to see it, and either for insuring it, which you'd want to do, and or appraise, um, selling it, I'd like to be in, in, uh, involved with any part of that. Well, that's great. You are very welcome. Well, yeah. she said Paris, Ontario, so we're not going to Europe on this one. Okay. No, <laughs> it's uh, I, I, Paris is a beautiful little town. I love it. I go down there once, about once a month. Okay, you don't need to sell Paris. Okay. No, no. We're going to sell the item. This I would love to see this, but it's going to take a bit of work. Yep. Uh, first, to find out what the year's involved. How is there many pages with drawings or autographs on them? Yes, quite a few. Would you like me to? get photocopies of them and just send you that? That would be good. And then we can start from there because something like this, uh, this is a very, very special item. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I have a lot of old glass. Some of them had 
Uh, one of them had a sticker on that it had a double-barreled name on, and the second, I can't remember the first, but the second was Bosch, and somebody came and looked at them, and the label has gone. <laughs> I can, I'd have to see them. Yeah. Um, double-barrel. Oh. Hmm. I have. I'd have to see it. I just—it's not. It's, I'm drawing a blank right now. But if you—if we can work with this um, this autograph book, which is fully worth my time and fully worth your time for both of us to find out what more about this. And I even think the ten thousand, if it's how you're describing it, yeah, might be said. low. Mm. Wow. Okay, I can't give another number without seeing what else is in there. Tons of interesting stuff today. All right, Marjorie, stay on the line. We're going to make sure that you guys each have each other's contact information. There's another one to follow up on, potentially. Yeah. You've got an exciting bowl and now an exciting oh, book. I'm going to Brantford this week cause I'm for um, a house call for someone. So Paris is around the corner from Brantford. All right, Marjorie, you might have a house guest for a little bit here. Okay. Hold on the line. And uh, if you have an item you'd like to learn more about, maybe get a free assessment about, uh, maybe it's an old coin collection, books, comic books, vintage toys, you can give us a call right now, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Okay, already an exciting afternoon here on Consignment Heroes. We're live at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. This is Consignment Heroes. And the stars are two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. Our phone number, if you'd like a free assessment of some collectible or antique item you might have lying around the house, the number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Let's go to Diane in Orangeville. Diane, welcome to the show. Thank you. One question has already been answered because I had the German, uh, German cup and saucer, but I have two cups and saucers. And on the back, they are Paragon. Okay. They are numbered, and it's, the, it's Her Majesty the Queen and Her Majesty Queen Mary. And they're numbered on the back, and I just wondered if they were worth anything. Okay, the front, is it floral? With, yes. With very deep blues or reds? And... Mine's a yellow with roses on and a mauve with roses. Oh, you're in for a good treat here. These cups and saucers... How I used to buy them for ten and sell them for thirty dollars and be happy. Now they're going for if it's what I think it is, they can go anywhere between two hundred, hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Somebody in Japan is buying them all. I think. What? what wait, wait, wait. China went up in value. Some, some China is these, the these cups are numbered. Some, yeah, it depends on the pattern. Um, it's seventy-five. It's, they're Ainsley and the Paragon ones. If you have like a cup and saucer with a butterfly handle and it has flowers on or even um, just a, a plain handle. Mine has gold, gold uh, yeah. dots. See, I, the best idea is to send us off a picture at our website on uh, sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Okay. And we can take a look at a picture. But a lot of these Paragon and Ainsley cups and saucers have gone through the roof. Especially if they're signed ones, if they're signed by Bailey, signed by Jones, it's they not are really signed, and they have a number on them. Yeah, I'd like to see them, but um, yeah, it's the one part of gold that's going up this week. <laughs> hmm. They're okay. just trimmed with gold. 
Yeah, so, I'd Di- like to see them. Thank you. Diane, stay on the line. We want to switch information here, make yeah. sure everyone can get in touch with everyone, either by phone or online. We should point out that the radio show's phone number is 416-360-0740. But to reach them at the store off air, this is a number you probably want to write down, 905-737-4653. That's 905-737-4653. Their store, by the way is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's just north of Major Mac. Yep. If you hit the beer, the beer store, store. you've Don't gone too far. Oh, yeah. 10,341 Young Street. That's You'll a- find your story. Both of your pictures are on the on the store oh, yeah. sign, so it's easy to find. Oh, yeah. You can- we- Don't go into our neighbor's. Oh, you can go into our neighbor's store and see what he pays and then come into our store. We will always pay you more. People are going to start going to the beer store looking for us. No, they're not. <laughs> are they here? I got some China to look at. No, but you know what I'm amazed with this week is that with the, with the events in the United States, gold and silver. Yes. Okay, and I'm surprised that we didn't sell more gold and more silver. What, leading up to the election? Because we, we had a little bit of a dump off on Friday, but yeah. this will be the week to see what happens next. I mean, well, it was a stock market week last week, so yeah. we'll see where all that energy ends up. Well, if you're going to buy gold and silver, now's the time when it goes down like this. This is the time to buy it. Everyone wants to wait till it's at its top and yeah, then buy it. That's famous. The idea is to buy it when it's low, and gold and silver are low right now. Yeah. And they should be coming into our store to buy it. Well, there's Isn't stock. the gold market famous, though, for people coming in, you know, last-minute rush, I need gold? So yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, there's stock 101 from my dad. Okay. There's uh, Leslie in Oshawa is our next caller. Leslie, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Good afternoon. What do you got? I have a place setting for eight. Um, It's uh, Hungarian Hannity. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's... Hungarian uh, Hannity? No, Infinity. Oh, Infinity. Okay, and... Hannity. Hannity. Oh, Herend. Okay, yes, sorry. No, it's Herend. Herend. H-E-R-E-N-D. Yeah. Very good stuff. Uh, what is your pattern? Is it uh, the Queen Victoria? Has it got butterflies and insects on it? Or uh, what, what, what does the pattern look like? Gold trim okay. around the edges uh, with blue flowers, I think it is, on the, uh, on the edge. Yeah, you'd have to send this off. There'll be a number on the bottom. Um, Heron is a very expensive china out of Hungary, and it's, uh, it's still expensive to this day. So I'd like to see their best pattern is their Queen Victoria, where they actually have insects drawn on your plate. The plate you're eating your spaghetti on has insects on it. What kind of insect? Like a, like a fly or something? Yeah, or an no, ant? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Just what? to freak people out. This I is know, like a goof? A very expensive yeah. goof? If you No, no, no. They actually do it. If you send this picture off to us, we can help you with it. Okay? I it's a very good pattern. And uh, it's still collectible today. But I'd like to know, just see the pattern. Okay, because they made many. Very okay. expensive. Okay, all right. Thank uh, you for your call. Leslie, stay on the line. That's yeah. one of those things where it's no longer just uh, place settings, right? So what you say, like, it's a vase, unless it's over 1,000, then we call it a vase. Then we right? call it a vase. Or 5,000 yeah. or whatever the ceiling is for that. Yeah. Our next caller is going to be Peter in Toronto. Peter, how are you? You're on Consignment Heroes. How are you today? Pretty good. What you got? I have got a very large picture of uh, City Hall in the uh, middle of being, uh, just before it was finished. What do you mean, new City Hall or old City Hall? A new City Hall. It's about four feet by three feet. It used to hang in the old City Hall. Oh, interesting. A photo of the whole span of the city with uh, the focal point being uh, old City Hall. Is this an aerial shot or from the ground? Yeah. It is an aerial. Yeah. For those who don't know what we're talking about, or they're out of town. So the city of Toronto, uh, City Hall, you see what looks to be like a UFO saucer in the middle of two semi-rounded buildings. The concept is from an aerial view. It yeah. looks like an eye. So yeah. it's like the watchful eye of government. Yeah. These... Yeah, the many focal points that aren't there anymore, like Ford Hotel and a uh, number That's of a good thing. things that Sorry. are just non-existent now. I'm interested in this right away. Yeah. I think a few hundred bucks is not is totally the the low point. Uh, yeah, um, a little uh, patch on the back of it that it was uh, saying that it was uh, you know hanging in old city hall, but I haven't seen it for years because I 
hung it on a wall and hammered it in hmm. because it was a little bit warped. So that's I'm not a good. You're not. Yeah, really, is... You're not. You're not really making a good case for buying this. But I would probably pay you a couple hundred dollars frame, without. Right, like it's on a big frame as well. Yeah. So uh, just a wooden plank, probably wood. Is it brown wood frame or white? Uh, brown wood with a gold uh, uh, inlay around the outside. Okay, and you say it's about what size? Four foot by three? Four by three, yeah. It's to me, as you've described it, I would buy it for two, three hundred dollars without even thinking. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And wow, I think okay. it could be worth more if I, something like this went into auction. Uh, the right person wanting this. Five, six, it could go for a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars. As I said, there's multi-million dollar condos that overlook that space now. Right. I'm sure it'd be a beautiful piece to have in the penthouse suite. You know, get it reframed oh, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I particularly like those. I've got pictures of Maple Leaf Gardens when it was a hole, uh-huh. and the idea that you had this that was in Maple, that was in City Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably yeah. a decent exposure, too. Like How's would... the quality of the image itself? Oh, yeah. Uh, very good. Like, it's been in my possession for about 40 years or 30 years. Oh, wow. How do I get into my uh, possession? It used to hang in a, in a barbershop for a while, too. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so, like, it, the, the finish is fine. Um, it may... It, I, I don't know. Like it looks fine to me. I have uh, no problems with it. <laughs> oh, that means you know that's, you don't want that's to sell one it. you might want to get moving though, for yeah. sure. Because I mean, who who knows what's you know that that could go through the roof. If there, especially if there's something in the image that we're not even thinking of. You're mentioning old hotels. It might be an old street. It might be an old store. Whatever. Somebody yeah. might fall like in love with this image that captures strong. some moment that of the city's history. The there is absolutely not a building there that is there anymore. They're all multi-skyscrapers and stuff now. Yeah. So yeah. how do I get this into from your possession into my possession? Where? What area are you in? <laughs> We're in Liberty in Village Richmond right Hill. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can come and see you wherever you are. Where are you usually? Yeah. We're up at our stores at 10,341 Young Street. Oh, that'd be fine. Yeah, we're just uh, just north of Major Mac and south of the beer store. Oh, God. No problem. I guess I can come and see you there. <laughs> yeah, and I'd love, I'd love to. Hey, if you have any other items from early Toronto have, history. Uh, another one that uh, was in the same barbershop. Okay. Is Kellar's latest wonder, the Golden Butterfly? Have you ever heard of that? What? Kellar's, who was the man who taught Houdini. Oh, now that's an original magic poster? This is an original uh, magic uh, billboard. Okay, no, I'd be interested in and that. It was, uh, I guess it's, uh, it's on a half-inch piece yep. of uh, sort of wood. Okay, on something and like that, do you have any, you know, graft on? Now, I talked to somebody in Vegas, a magician specialist, and he says that it's uh, a little larger than the original, which okay. w- was very unusual. And it's been cut like the top of the S of Keller's. That won't be good. Has a little missing on it, but it's. It's the original poster that used to be in Niagara Falls at the Magic Show. I would love to see this as well. I've got one other question. If you have this stuff from barbershops, do you have any of the old Maple Leaf calendars? Oh, no. I sold those already. Hmm. Oh, I, but you did the have them. Every barbershop uh, had a Maple Leaf calendar. Well. Export and they're valuable? Oh, I, I, these are the two items I never was able to get a, a price on. I would love to see them. Yeah, and I would love to show them to you. Thank you. You've got our address, and you just stay on the line, and someone will take your information. We, we can trade that later. Thank yeah, you, you got much. money for sure. Just show yeah. up to the store, and you've got some guaranteed cash in your pocket. And the store, again, is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's just north of Major Mac on Young in Richmond Hill. Again, 10,341 Young Street. You were asking about those Export A calendars. They go from the 1967s, about $200. No, 150 now. For an Back old to- calendar that has and- the... Back to 1950s, where they're console cigarettes and some export A, they can be five, six, seven hundred dollars. Really? In good shape. Oh yeah. I'm always shocked to hear some of these small markets used calendars. You can never use them again. Eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. It's <laughs> you unbelievable. Can't use it, but you know got, what I'm saying, though. I'm just—it's just amazing to me the things that people go. Oh yeah, that calendar. I need that calendar in my collection. But every barber shop in the 60s had an export A calendar on it. Ah. Or they'd have, and if you went to every garage. Had a calendar with the dirts on it. 
Right. A scantily clad lady. I'm just always impressed to hear, you know, you never go into an art gallery and be like, this is an, an old calendar from the 60s. It's very valuable. <laughs> That's what we, we yeah, know okay, where to put There's it. a barber shop, though. You can ask them, hey, well, did he have a pair of scissors? That can be really valuable, too. No. Hey, yeah. you know what? So I think difference? we might have inspired somebody to learn more about these very expensive bowls, Wedgwood bowls. Yeah. You might have stirred another one up. In Ontario. Okay. Well, Faye wow. in Thornhill may have one. Faye, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Yes, hi. Uh, I have a um, uh, Wedgwood Ascot dinner set for 12, complete, with all the extra serving pieces, the vegetable dish, the uh, large oval platter, and uh, the coffee tea, uh, cream and sugar, Okay. Um, basically, the, you know, that's my set, cups and saucers, the whole thing. Did you use it just for holidays or use it every day? Well, I have to admit we used it uh, mostly uh, not just holidays, but uh, okay. we do have another dinner set like for every day. But the, okay. uh, the, the set is in excellent condition. And just to make the distinction, the previous one was a very ornate bowl. This is a dinner set. Dinner set. Right. Yeah. Just for other yeah, listeners. The prop, it's, it's complete a, it, uh, for 12. Uh, okay. So dinner plate, uh, uh, soup, also the um, um, the soup that has the two uh, handles on each yeah, side. Um, the bull, there's a bullion, the cream soup. In this case here, with the gold, because it has the gold trim, it doesn't go in the microwaves, doesn't go in the dishwashers. And there's less people collecting. It was a very expensive set in its time. It used to be about $150 a place setting. If you've got 12s, 1800 But in today's market, depends how complete it is, uh, it would probably sell between $1,500 and $2,000. And a dealer would probably pay you between six and a thousand, $600 and 1000 And if for that the is set? For, the, for the set... Well, I paid much more in oh, 1970 yeah. when I acquired it. It's in excellent condition. I'm just saying what the market's like because what's happening is less people – because people can buy one piece online and uh, it's like – I think it's about – it's probably about 150 a place setting. That's actually very – that's good money because a lot of other sets that people paid much more money for in the 1970s have a very much more limited value now. That happens to be a very des- still desirable, but it have to have the, the knife marks would have to be not seen on it, and the gold has to be in really good condition. Okay, call me stupid, but what is the significance of Wedgwood? Wedgwood's one of the top makers. Wedgwood is one of the top makers. Ainsley Wedgwood, all our China, all our China was never made in China before. It was made in England. Okay, a lot of it except for that heron was made in Hungary. But the main place for making China around the world, and they exported to everywhere, was made in England. So Wedgwood, what makes it significant, though? I don't understand. It's a good name, and people paid a lot of money for it. Royal Crown Derby place setting. One place setting of Royal Crown Derby 2451, which is the Amari pattern, used to sell for $1,500. Okay, but... You, what? Fifteen. Oh, so somebody might, somebody's listening right now and be like, I think I might have one of those right now. They yeah, just, they don't what sell, are they worth now? What? They sell for about 500 a place setting. Uh, wow. Okay, but, but a plate's a plate. You drop it, it breaks, you can't use it anymore. Pretty no. much the same to me than any other plate. I, but that's our generation. That's, that's why I say generation. like my whole, uh, you know, table and even the silverware, it's worth about $14 new from Ikea, right? Well, how do you sell it? I'd be like, if the ice cream's hard, it'll even bend the spoon. I mean, it's a different era. It's a different type of... Minton used to make a place setting. One place setting cost $35,000. Oh, my God. For one place setting. A down payment on a house. That is a down. That would have been a whole house back in the day. They stopped making it because they couldn't make money at it. Oh, shocker. That's amazing. (laughs) Wow. $35,000. What is it? Is it solid gold plates? It took about 50 50 to 60 hours to make a... um, one plate. They glaze it. They had acid on the side. It's I can't. I, yeah, I can't believe how intricate this art. And now, what would people do? I would put a hot pocket on it. That's what I would do with the plate, right? But people buy it, and it's there are still place things. Still China, you can buy it at good prices. 
quality costs money. Mm. And it will maintain a lot of its price. It can't even maintain in the microwave. Okay. Yeah, that's what I see like, on the practical on. side. But I mean, when it comes to the Wedgwood Bowl, that's totally different. That's art. That's, that's art. art. Yeah. But, uh, our next caller, sorry to cut you off okay. there, is going to be Sylvia in Guelph. Sylvia, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. I have, um, uh, I believe it's a painting in a frame. It's been restored. I took it to Port Open, had it all restored. I think you call it a lithograph. It's the Military Review at Quebec, Tercentenary Celebration, July 1908. And it's by J.D. Kelly and A.H. Hyder, H-I-D-E-R. And, uh, let's see, what's the image look like? It's just, it's everyone, it's like a yard long? It's just a lithograph. How big uh, is it? Yes, it's, it's about, let me see, about two feet high, and the width is about three feet a lot of these people are just uh, $100, $150 at antique shows. I hope you didn't spend a lot of money restoring it. No, well, I, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's worth it to me. It was uh, in my grandparents' basement where I was raised. Yeah. And they just, like, it was all dusty and everything. They didn't sort of more or less threw it yeah, into the basement. And I, my father had it hung on his wall. He was very proud of it, and it's beautiful. Oh, no, from a family point, you can't replace it if it gets lost. But on the open market, if you put it out there for sale, that's all you get. And it's for someone who wants a little bit of history or wants, or heaven forbid, it ends up in a bar as decoration, you know, or a fancy eating establishment. Okay, I figured out how we get traffic here now. What we do is we start off the show with what we want to talk about because the amount of people that called in for paintings and pictures today was a lot more than normal. So we got to start off the show next time with something to do with gold. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. We are out of time, by the way. And not again. I can't I know, believe I know. this. I, we just, this show, we get through the gears into overdrive, and before you know it, you blink, it's over. So yeah. let's, let's, let me get some of this stuff out of the way. So our conversation live on air on Consignment Heroes, we're live, by the way, at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. Uh, we, phone, we, we can no longer take your on-air phone calls, but what we can do is direct you to the store phone number, which is 905-737-4653. Again, 905-737-4653. You can always reach Paul Kenny and his son Bogart through their email as well at the store. That email address is sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. The Gold Silver store, by the way, is on Young Street in Richmond Hill at 10,341 Young Street, north of Major Mac. If you've gone, if you hit the beer store, you've gone too far, right? Yeah. I guess some people have the, they drive by it a lot, I guess. Is that what happens? Yeah. Is that going to be our permanent slogan now? Just yeah, we need don't to hit the beer we store. We need to aim higher. Yeah, not the beer store. Is there something more, is there something more, a little bit more affluent? Oh, the bank. The, the bank. You go past Which TD bank? bank. TD. Okay. If you've hit the TD, TD it's bank. too far. Yeah, but we just want to make sure they come in. That's all. For those who are following the story of what you guys are up to, obviously, Season 2 of Storage Wars Canada is on the way. In the meantime, you guys just spent a bunch of days in Austria, and the plan is you're going back. I have to go back. I want to find out if this painting's real. You have, to, you have to learn German, though. If you're just tuning in, there's a picture that they found that may be worth 1,000 pounds or maybe $5 million, and that's worth another flight over to Austria. No, there's other stuff there as well. I actually have to take care of because there's enough... Uh, we saved them 100,000 euros. We have to make sure we do it in the right way, that we dispose of stuff. What we do is we tell them what it's worth, and then we tell them how to get the money. There's no use telling something, somebody, oh, that's worth $1,000. And the next question is, how do I get my 1000 And that's how we help people get the money. Paul Kenny and Bogard Kenny, you can reach them again off air, 905-737-4653. Maybe you have an old mansion full of millions of dollars worth of stuff. Give them a call. They can give you an assessment. That'll be it. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, Sebastian. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.